What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking at Business. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan here. This episode is going to be a little different. This is actually a reading of a blog post I have written because I want to make sure that I'm delivering as much valuable content to you as possible. And if you only know me from my podcast, then you probably don't know a lot about my blog and vice versa. So it's my goal to just make sure that I'm giving you as much value as possible. Hence this blog post episode. Now, this is going to be read by Lisa. And to be totally transparent, uh, I was going back and forth on if I should let you know that Lisa is AI. Uh, She is not a real person. She is artificial intelligence who uh, reads these blog posts. But um, I figured that it would probably just be better to be transparent with you that this isn't a real person. This is an AI uh, app, but I don't want that to, I guess, cloud your take of this information because I picked this blog post because I thought it was really valuable and wanted you to learn it in this month when we're talking about similar things. So I hope that you'll be able to look past the sometimes robotic voice of Lisa and instead ingest the content. And I promise that we're going to get better with this and make it less choppy, but figured that it was best to just be totally upfront and tell you that this is my content read by AI and the goal is to just make sure that you're getting as much value as possible. So I hope that you'll be able to kind of, you know, overlook a little of the details uh, with her voice. Thank you so much. I will talk to you guys in our next episode. A new year. I'm sure most of you have done the come to Jesus. Talk with yourself about business goals, where you want to be at the end of it, and how you plan to get there. Or maybe you haven't and you're just throwing shit at a wall this year to see what sticks. Respect. I've done that and just let myself be surprised. It didn't work out well in a growth sense but certainly forced me to learn gratitude for the lessons learned. If you are planning goals, though, let me offer some tips on how to define realistic goals that help you move forward without feeling overwhelmed. How to plan realistic business goals. Look, we all want to make millions, or at least, make enough to turn a profit that lets you live comfortably. But in most cases, it's incredibly difficult to create significant income from the beginning of a project. 
Instead, it's better to either 1. Plan out a big five-year goal and work backward. 2. Plan a smaller goal for this year that is expandable and have a stretch goal. The joy of being an entrepreneur is that you can choose your own adventure when it comes to this. My usual system is to have a pie in the sky five-year goal, which I forget to write down, and then stumble towards hitting it with my smaller yearly goals. But let me take a commercial break here for a second to say that goals don't have to be financial at all. Whatever your goal is, it should be something that drives your business forward. For example, for this blog in Beige House, I've worked out editorial calendars that define themes for each month, list any events I need to be prepared for, and let me break each month down into relevant, themed posts. It's a bit like assigning myself homework, but it feels better than having to figure out what to write every week. Smart goals. Whatever your goals are, they need to adhere to the SMART method of goal planning. S-Pacific. A drilled-down goal that has definitive terms. So, I want to be self-employed by the end of the year, is not specific. Instead, you would want to say, I want to develop enough of a profit, which is $x, that will allow me to generate a net income of $70,000 and let me leave my day job. M-Easurable. Goals don't work without benchmarks or milestones. How will you measure your progress? What will let you know if you've achieved the goal? Achievable. Dropping 45 pounds in a month isn't realistic unless you're cutting off a limb, and neither is earning $1 million in profit by the end of the year if you haven't even started. Asterisk. Of course, there are outliers to both. Mazel tov to them. Please buy me a new car. R relevant. I think this is the most, duh, part of smart, but it's still necessary. Don't work on a goal that isn't going to drive you forward. Time-bound, you can give yourself 35 years or 35 days, but there needs to be a specific deadline. Here's a comparison using someone who screen prints t-shirts at $25 a pop. Bad, I want to make enough money to hire an assistant. I want to make enough money to hire an assistant better. A part-time production assistant would need to be $15 per hour and work 30 hours a week, which would cost me $1,800, or $2,200 to round up for any taxes, etc. So I need to generate $2,200 in additional profit every month, which translates to 200 shirts wholesale, or 100 retail sales per month. To do that, I'm going to shoot for two new wholesale accounts per month and one press feature to generate interest. If I can sustain this $2,200 increase for 6 months, I will hire a production assistant in July. See the difference? There are clear benchmarks and plans set in place that can show past fail and set the expectation on what would be an achieved goal.